Good evening. Thank you for listening to another sleep story by Drift Away Tales. This is one of my favourites and I am looking forward to reading it to you. Our story tonight is called Aunt Kitty is Wild and Crazy. But let's try and be the opposite of Aunt Kitty by settling down, getting comfortable and preparing ourselves for a wonderful night's sleep. Let's begin our story. Aunt Giddy is really wild and crazy. She is the oldest of her three siblings by four or five years. She is full of life and never ever stops. She wears bright and colourful outfits, has crazy hair that curls all over the place and she always wears a big bright smile on her face that would fill even the darkest soul with joy. Her brain must tick a little faster than normal because when Aunt Giddy talks she says things so quickly that sometimes it's hard to keep up with what she is saying. Anna is Aunt Giddy's niece. Anna and her mother usually visit Aunt Giddy once a month on a Sunday when Anna's mother isn't working. It is one of Anna's most favourite days out because she always has so much fun. They usually do so many things in one day that by the time Anna and her mother get home they fall fast asleep, just like that. This weekend, however, Mother was taking Anna to Aunt Giddy's for a sleepover. Mother was working away and Anna wasn't quite old enough to stay at home by herself. Anna packed her overnight things into a rucksack and paused before going out to the car where her mother was waiting for her. Although she was excited, Anna was a little bit worried. Aunt Giddy was so wild and crazy that she can't imagine ever getting any sleep. It was just after 8.30 in the morning when they pulled up to Aunt Giddy's house. Anna thought it was a lovely house. It was very warm and inviting. Wisteria weaved up over the front door, stretching across the first floor windows. Bees buzzed and butterflies danced all over the greenery and by the front door there was a big round blue pot full of multicoloured pansies. Today was sunny and warm but even in the winter months it still looked colourful and bright. When Anna dreamed of the house she would live in when she was older it always looked very similar to Aunt Giddy's. She often wondered whether houses looked like their owners. You wouldn't look at Aunt Giddy's house and think that somebody grumpy and boring lived there, that's for sure. But Mother always told Anna never to judge a book by its cover, and she guessed that applied to this too. Anna jumped out of the car and skipped up to the front door. Her mother knocked the knocker and they both waited patiently. They could hear Aunt Giddy laughing the other side of the door. Coming, coming, 
she cheered from inside. The door burst open and there stood Aunt Giddy in her nighty, hair all over the place. Sorry, Julie, running a little late, giggled Aunt Giddy. Anna giggled too and was ushered inside after she had said goodbye to her mother. Aunt Giddy asked Anna to make herself at home while she finished getting ready. There were some cupcakes on the side and the kettle had just boiled. Anna didn't like tea or coffee, so she went straight to the cake. Aunt Giddy appeared ten minutes or so later at the door in a long red dress, black boots and a bright orange pashmina wrapped around her shoulders. Anna smiled at her. Right, beautiful Anna, shall we go and have loads of fun? Anna and Aunt Giddy walked hand in hand down the road towards the bus stop. They chatted about the weather and the usual sort of thing. The postman walked past them, saying hello as he went, and Aunt Giddy waved wildly in return. Anna felt wonderful walking next to her aunt. She felt very lucky to be able to spend some time with her, especially all day. The bus arrived and they hopped on. The jolly bus driver had a quick chat with Anna and Aunt Giddy before proceeding along the route into the city. Anna had been into London a fair few times with her mother. They'd perused the shops along Oxford Street, strolled along the embankment for hours and enjoyed a delicious afternoon tea in one of the hotels. She liked London but had never experienced it with her aunt. She was bubbling with excitement. Come on Anna, let's jump off here. Aunt Giddy tapped her leg and they both stood up, steadying themselves as the bus slowly came to a stop. Anna's aunt had told her that she wanted to take Anna to some of her favourite spots in the city. First stop, Borough Market. During the bus journey, Aunt Giddy had told Anna lots of stories about when she had visited the market for the first time enjoying the noise, the buzz and the food. Anna had never been before and her aunt had warmed her up well. They turned a corner and all of a sudden Anna's eyes were filled with colours, people, movement, noise and all of it was brilliant. They walked past a fruit and veg store, bananas, nectarines, parsnips, plums, Strawberries, tomatoes, cabbages. It was all so ripe, so big and looked so delicious. Anna's mouth started watering, but she didn't have time to stop and stare. Her aunt had carried on at full speed inside the market. Anna, I need to find my cheese stall. I'm all out of my favourites. Aunt Giddy bellowed through the noise of the sellers and their customers. Anna had to pick up a little run to keep up. They reached the cheese store and Aunt Giddy tasted every single sample. She recommended some of the less blue stinky ones to Anna, who gladly tried them. Her favourite was the extra mature cheddar. Once her aunt had tried all of the cheeses on offer, she asked the seller for her usual order. Anna laughed and thought, if she didn't want to buy any new cheeses, 
Why did she try them all? While Aunt Giddy was paying, Anna turned around, soaking in the atmosphere. Her eyes widened as she noticed a stall selling smoothies and juices. Her mother had given her some pocket money, so perhaps Aunt Giddy would let her use it to buy one of those. She politely asked her aunt, who looked around for the stall, then shouted, Of course! That is a grand idea! She grabbed Anna's hand and whisked her through the crowds. Hello, good sir. My niece would like to sample your smoothies, please. The seller picked out a small cup and asked Anna which she would like to sample. Anna pointed at the kiwi one. She was intrigued. It looked the most disgusting, but she thought it might taste the best. He handed her the small cup. Her aunt and the seller watched intently for Anna's reaction. She took a sip and swilled the smoothie around in her mouth, then pulled a face as she swallowed. It was quite sharp. Aunt Giddy roared with laughter and said perhaps to try the strawberry and raspberry flavour. Anna thought that flavour tasted much better, so asked the man if she could order a bigger cup and handed over her pocket money. Anna and her aunt walked up one aisle, down the next, up another, and the whole time Aunt Giddy didn't stop talking, walking, laughing, or saying hi to somebody she didn't know. Anna was getting tired already by just being with her, but she was having so much fun, she didn't want it to end. They left the market and made their way towards the shard. On the way, Aunt Giddy told Anna that she would love to go up to the top and see the views, but unfortunately, she is afraid of heights. When they got there, they enjoyed wandering around at the bottom of the building and looking at all of the reflections in its windows. Anna didn't mind not going to the top. She had seen views of London from up high before, and actually, it was good to appreciate it from a different view. The pair sat down on a bench. Anna was quite shocked when her aunt had suggested it, but she was pleased to have a rest. She angled her neck so she could peer right up to the tip of the shard. If she was still, she could see the clouds floating past in its reflection. It was beautiful. They carried on, wandering through the streets of London. Walking hand in hand, Aunt Giddy chatted continuously about the buildings or a passerby who looked like someone she knew, or where her office was, or her favourite flavour ice cream. Anna enjoyed listening, but it was surprisingly tiring. They reached the edge of St James's Park, and Aunt Giddy suggested they had a picnic under that tree over there. Anna was so pleased. Her legs definitely needed a rest, and her tummy was rumbling. She wasn't quite sure how, as they had had so many snacks and samples at the market. Anna's aunt opened her rucksack and pulled out a lunchbox that was stuffed with two sandwiches, some strawberries and a packet of crisps each. They tucked in. 
Anna thought that Aunt Giddy would stop talking while they ate, but she was mistaken. This time, her aunt told her lots of funny stories about when Aunt Giddy and Anna's mother were younger. Occasionally, Aunt Giddy would burst into giggles of laughter and everyone around them would turn to look at them. Anna didn't get embarrassed. She thought it was wonderful hearing someone laugh, especially when it wasn't really at anything funny. The sun began to set and Aunt Giddy said they should be getting the bus back to her house now. On the bus, Anna could feel her eyes drooping, but luckily Aunt Giddy kept chatting away, pointing out old houses she had lived in or streets she had been kissed on. All the while, Anna really was wondering if Aunt Giddy ever goes to sleep, or lets anyone else go to sleep for that matter. They reached the front door and Anna felt a feeling of relief. Phew, back home for a rest. Anna asked if she could go and put her pyjamas on now, as she was getting quite sleepy. Of course, sang Aunt Giddy, I'll put mine on too and we can relax with a film. That sounds lovely, thought Anna. The pair chose a comedy. Anna sat on the sofa, under a blanket, and Aunt Giddy snuggled into her chair. Anna felt a feeling of happiness rush over her. Not only had she had such a wonderful day, but they were enjoying some peace and quiet now. She had loved listening to her aunt, but her ears were a little sore. Anna watched Aunt Giddy out of the corner of her eye. Is she? No, she can't be. Perhaps she's joking around and is going to make Anna jump any second. Was that a... Oh wow, I think she is. Anna had noticed a little tiny snoring noise escape between Aunt Giddy's lips. Anna's eyes widened. She's asleep. She was so surprised that Aunt Giddy had fallen asleep. Anna nearly dropped her glass of juice onto the floor. Anna picked up the remote control and turned the film down. As she turned it down, Aunt Giddy's snores went up in volume. A little confused, Anna tried turning the snores down with the remote, but nothing happened. The snores carried on. Aunt Giddy's snores were so loud by now that Anna couldn't hear the film. She switched it off, popped her slippers on and plodded upstairs to her bedroom. It would be much quieter up there. She had thought that Aunt Giddy would have woken up when she stepped up the wooden stairs, but no, fast asleep, snoring still. Anna snuggled down under her sheets after brushing her teeth. Peace and quiet. She had absolutely loved the day with Aunt Giddy. She liked being around someone so fun and so energetic. She was looking forward to telling her mother all about it tomorrow. Anna's eyes started to feel heavy and she shuffled her body, getting comfortable. She slowly closed her eyes and took a big, deep breath. 
Suddenly, a giant snore boomed through the house. Anna jumped, her heart pounding, until she realised what the noise had been. Wow, thought Anna, she really is asleep. How was I worried about her sleeping all day, when now I can't sleep? This carried on throughout the night. Anna wondered whether to go and wake her up, but was too polite to do so. She rolled around, putting three pillows over her head, but she could still hear the snoring. She found an old woolly hat in the wardrobe and pulled it over her head. That didn't keep the snoring out either. She tried singing to herself to focus on something else, but every time a snore reverberated through the Georgian townhouse, it made her jump and put her off her song. Soon enough, Anna could hear the birds singing outside. Why were they not alarmed by the noise? How is it morning already? I've only just gone to bed, thought Anna. Anna must have drifted off at last, because the next thing she heard was Aunt Giddy. Good morning, Anna. Did you sleep well? Your mother will be here in an hour or so, so we better get some breakfast. Anna slowly got out of bed and slumped downstairs to the kitchen. Her aunt had laid out some bowls, spoons and cereal. They enjoyed breakfast together, but Anna could feel her eyes closing with each mouthful of cereal. Shortly after, Anna's mother arrived. They had a quick chat while Anna collected her things, and soon enough, were in the car, waving goodbye to Aunt Giddy. Anna had thought she would have been more sad, but she was so tired, she just managed a hug, a thank you, and a wave. Did you have a nice time, Anna? Her mother had asked. But before Anna could respond, her eyes had closed. Her mind had drifted elsewhere. She felt the sun warming her face and body. And she finally, peacefully, quietly, was able to sink in to a very well-deserved and tranquil.